0: Welcome to Markets Now. I'm Michelle Rook with Scott Barlick with Coima Coima Barlick. And we're seeing a mixed trade this morning over in the livestock, at least to start off with a little pressure in hogs, higher in the cattle and we're lower in all the grain trade. But Scott, uh, I don't know, what kind of reaction did you expect here after the cattle inventory report yesterday confirming the lowest herd since 1951? Is this a little muted for you?
1: Yeah, it's uh, thanks for having me. But yeah, when you start saying 1951, that's uh, uh, the year before my grandfather had his first bull sale. So we're looking a long ways back at some of these numbers, and I think that's the uh, the the move that we're getting from the market here. I mean, we we penciled some of this in. Some I was this- going to
0: say a lot of it was priced in already, wasn't it?
1: Yes, we were overbought and we had a nice run off the lows. You know, last year's break at the end of the year was, was brutal, but some of these numbers didn't change. And I think the market kind of knew that. Uh, so looking at a lot of 98s, uh, you know, cattle and calves, 98 total cows and heifers calved, and 99 kept for beef replacement heifers. So, I mean, it's still. We're not growing this cow herd yet. That's still the biggest thing that we're trying to fall on. There's been years of low profitability, and it's just really starting to show up now. And and then there was some revisions. You know, not even just this report. We revised the uh, July of 2022 report lower. The January 2023 report lower, July 2023 report lower, all of those are biased lower as well. So it's just a lot of confirmation to me that says, you know, we're trending higher. This confirms it. It's not over the top from what the estimates were, but I, I still think this is our lead dog, lead story. We've still got a shrinking cow herd. And when we get to where we want to rebuild this cow herd, wherever it is, you know, that's when our numbers even get tighter yet on feed when those heifers come out of the yard. So that's uh, no surprise there. But uh, it's going to set the tone for me to looking forward into this year, looking at this trend. And, and my long term is going to try to look at these, uh, these markets moving higher and think that we can continue to do so.
0: You bet. And when we look at the technical objectives of the market, you know we have hit the 50% retracement level so now to get the funds to continue to come in here scott what are we looking at for technical i guess signals
1: for them i think signals for them we we started to see some we we've, we've got this open interest growing slowly every day maybe not a, we're not near where we would like to be with a really strong the funds are in kind of market but we crossed all those moving averages so we can kind of uh, confirm that okay that that low at the end of the year is, is holding we held that range and now we're we're developing this uptrend here now we're we're pretty overbought so it's a little bit scary of a, right. of a spot but but i do say bull markets are forgiving so we can have some of these breaks Um, to try to buy and i'm not going to be surprised if we get a little correction you know even on a day like today where you charge higher on the open and and maybe drift back lower but uh, that halfway retracement you mentioned is 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 important Uh, we poked ourselves above it uh, you know just didn't quite confirm that we've made it through it but but still uh, not panicking lower we didn't run into a bunch of selling at those levels so i think if we can hold here make this nice uptrend line stick then I think these technicals are going to really look at some of these gaps that we left on the way down. So, I mean, there's some, you know, significant damage that we left in the charts um, when we broke at the end of the year. And some of those gaps are now going to become targets. And this report's going to kind of confirm that we have the ability to maybe make some of those move, moves, some of those charges. Deferred markets, they're popping they're they're propped up, you know, higher nicely, and um, I think that's just kind of confirming these these funds are going to look at this market thing. Oh, this really still on firm ground, and we're still in an uptrend, and still quite a ways off of some of those highs. So um, all of this is looking a little bit appealing if we can get through last week's highs. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to put my spurs back on and start celebrating a little bit.
0: Yeah. So is cash going to push us there? I know boxes have taken a little bit of a break, but on the flip side of that exports were better this morning and the weights are coming down. Those are all positives.
1: Yeah, cash news, that would probably be one of my most positives. Uh, Getting a little bit of interest in the country. There's been some higher prices, uh, you know, even a couple dollars higher than some of the last week's prices. So, some 176 in the South. Some of the meat bids have crept higher. 278 uh, was rumored yesterday. And then there was a rumor of a 279 call in. So, those are a little better prices. Those haven't been up and down the road where everybody's getting that. But, um, it's going to get a little bit tougher to possibly get a live bid as we move uh, you know into some of these yearling cattle that aren't going to grade as well and plus we've got muddy yard conditions we've got some melting snow that's going to take a while to melt so we're going to have some uh tougher conditions in the north here just with with yard conditions and that's going that's going to start to pull some of those weights down um, we had had them propped up pretty high with our excellent weather. And and over the last couple of weeks, we've seen some of those weights come down and we're seeing the comprehensive weights this week. Yep. They're down again. Um, we still have some of those large cattle out there. Uh, we've still got cheap feed, maybe, maybe a little bit of fighting the market. Uh, now that we've made it through, uh, that cold snap where, where guys can try to put some weight back on. So there's still going to be some, some of those larger cattle around, but, but drifting year over year, I think we can we can maybe close that gap somewhat and still see some of the break that what the weather damage did to us. And then we'll just have to look forward. You know, it's gonna take us a while to dry out, get these conditions back. So um, probably a little bit of a struggle here yet to come.
0: Yeah. And you mentioned cash. We've only had really some light trade. We haven't had much volume, right?
1: Yeah, it, it's sounding yeah. pretty light, but that's kind of been what it's been for the last couple of weeks. It's just True. You know, if you hit here this day and then the next day, I hear a little bit every day. I don't have that one big push where all the packers were out buying everything and everybody was selling and the news was hot. So it's kind of stretching out. No doubt.
0: Okay, so the hog market um, in typical fashion here lately has been opening lower. And we did that today, but we managed to close higher yesterday for, I think, the eighth straight day. Exports were good this morning. Cash index keeps rising. Funds are in buying. How much higher, higher do you think we can go here?
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's impressed me and, and a lot of us uh, that we're all so supply negative uh, for so long. And and now you get a little, I think that export news is a little bit of a shot in the arm here. I mean, those were kind of the rumors that started the rally is, is that there's exports coming. There's some of this business happening. And. And and then that cash is creeping higher a little bit as well. So you can still hear both sides of the story. Some guys that are still trying to get hogs in, trying to get them scheduled, and and others saying, "Yeah, we're not having any problems." But but maybe some of that news is turning a little bit. I, I'm already surprised that we're this high. So for me to to pick yeah. another hot number higher is is a little bit. Uh, I'm making something up, I guess. So I, if if to be honest with you, so looking at some of those summer months in the upper 90s. Yeah, that's, that's pretty impressive. I'm starting to feel good about that. But but for the hedgers, the guys that are short, they're getting challenged a little bit. Um, coming up against some of these other tops of the market mm-hmm. that we've put in in the past, I don't know if it's a time for me to say I need to quick bail out. We're going a bunch higher from here. So it um, seems a little limited from, from my uh, small view here from how much higher we can go.
0: Yeah. So grains um, lower here this morning. And, of course, we had a couple of uh, little – bit of a rally in corn and soybeans. It looked like end of the month, maybe some profit taking there. So now first of a new month of the funds, just going to be back in selling here on the strength that we had.
1: Yeah, it kind of has that theme already to start, and uh, wow. you know, that—that's what I always hear from from producers is, well, these funds are really short. They got to get out sometime. They got to get out sometime, but they're not just going to get out on a one-day higher move. You know, those funds are going to going to be, you know, have some strength, and they're going to wait for for sure confirmation that a market is turning around before I think they uh, um, they really do some exiting of some shorts. So it, it feels like more pressure we've got. South America crop coming in. Uh we've got, you know, increased acres down there year over year over year, so that's a little bit of a struggle and and the one thing that's making me a little bit more worried all the time is is just this overseas turmoil. Like what well, what is this? What is the supply chain how, the uh you know, the how how we're exporting around the world, you know, with, with all of the the war talks that are going on and rumors of wars and troubles of moving ships. You know, it's just a little bit of uncertainty uh, mm. on the market. And I think that's just it's continuing to escalate just a little bit. So I'm a little bit more worried about some of that overseas war stuff than I am what Taylor Swift is going to wear to the Super Bowl. So No just-
0: doubt. And then we had a marketing year low in soybean export. So that probably speaks to what you just said about shipping disruptions.
1: Yeah, it's just just a little bit more uncertainty. So, and we've got a strong dollar as well. That that's not yeah. helping our uh, getting grain moved because we're going to need that demand story to to get us out of some of these levels. So, I'm 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 not feeling real great about the grains as far as having much of a chance to rally here until we can get into some new news and maybe that spring acreage or something like
0: that. Okay. All right. Thanks as always, Scott Varlick with Cremacrem of Varlick. That's Markets Now.